So another episode of Pornhub. Welcome back. Hey man, it's been it's been a rough couple of weeks. Let me know. <laughs> nah, so we're um how you guys doing? Good, good. Cool, cool, cool. Another day, man. Another day to live. So we finally got uh Adrian back, you know, our sound guy. If yeah, it sounds better, it's because of him. Because of him. You know, if it sounds bad, you know, last week, it was because definitely because of him. He should have been here, cabron. And um, we got a, a good friend of ours, a special guest right here, uh, Armando. Armando, what's your last name, brother? Oh, man. I hate the oh. <laughs> I'm shy. Just keep calling me Tata. <laughs> Armando, <laughs> Armando Alex El Tata, as, as we know him, but... Uh, Mondo, Mondo's a, jeez, man, we're helicopter mechanic, uh, was it beer extraordinaire, comic book enthusiast, um, what else, brother, what am I missing? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I like collecting and selling comic books, uh, was in the army for eight years, worked on helicopters, I also, uh, am a truck driver, and... <laughs> I do, which, which explains, uh, uh. <laughs> <clears throat> let's leave that at that. So he was a jack of all trades. Master of all, jack of none. Uh, there you go. Dang, the army? Yeah. Dude, but it's a, uh, no, I'll tell you what though, man, he's a very knowledgeable dude. Um, I told him one time, cause I made him when we were uh, working at uh, Nordstrom. As a matter of fact, he came after me, right? Yeah. So I made him at Nordstrom and it's funny because we started talking the first, I think it was the first day we started talking to it. And he was just telling story after story after story. Needless to say, we, we didn't get shit done that day. But, <laughs> but it was cool because at the, we were walking out at the end of the day and I was just, I was amazed, man, like how much like this guy had to say. And, and, and so the stories were great, dude. And like, so at some point I actually told him, you should be writing a goddamn book, dude. You should be writing a book. You got so many stories. Which I'm working but, on, believe it or not. Hell yeah, bro. Because I'm telling you, I will totally read that book, man. You got so much to say. But uh, when we walked out, I told them flat out, dude, you know what? I could totally just freaking sit there and hear you talk, man. Like, you have so much, so much knowledge. Thanks. And um, as we went on, as I got to know him, um, there's one thing that he he, he told me that um, it really got to, gets me to my core, man. Because he said, I told him, how the hell do you know so much? Because literally... Anything I've spoke to him about, he knows he's got some knowledge about. And he said, you have to know a little bit about everything. So you always have something to talk about. And this is it, man. I mean, I consider this guy, Tata, is like, it's like a brother to me, man. I always appreciated knowing you. It's been a freaking pleasure and honor. And um, I, I got to say that... Um, so you gotta stop. You gotta quit that shit, man. It gets expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, crying, bro. <laughs> I know. But that over here, man. I, um, he's the whole reason why I started the. I wanted to do the podcasting. He's like the, the main guy because we were talking about it, and uh, I told him one day, you know what, we should, we should do a podcast, man. And he sure said, just do it, do it, and kind of, I'll be there, you know, fucking liar. But he's here now, so that, that counts. Yeah, and, and I used to have my own <laughs> podcast when I, I used to have a comic book uh, reporting. Uh, podcast and I would do interviews and stuff at the cons and talk to a lot of artists so it used to be a lot of fun so that's that's why I got into podcasting you still have that going on or no um my wife had to go back to work and you know taking care of the kids and then taking the kids to school making lunches and then and then going to work so life happened that's it man (laughs) hey I heard you're also a photographer yeah I have done photography I use a Panasonic uh, GH5 that's uh, the camera that I have oh, now. Oh, wow. Yep. That's a good one, yep. Uh, but what a oh, trip. You said Nikon. 
Hey, you know what? That's true, though. I'm sorry, man. Oh, okay, la chingada. Don't start. <laughs> Don't say it. Hey, all I'm going to say about photography is it's all about the glass and all about whatever you want to take a picture of. Whatever interests you, if you can make it interesting, someone out there will like your work. That is true. They that perfectly so said true. right there. Give, give him another. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say Nikon, bro. That shit drives me nuts. No quieres coffee? Un pancito o algo? Pan dulce. Oh, boy. Speaking of that, your podcast and your YouTube channel were called Cafe con Leche Nerds. Yes. That was a dope ass name, dude. That was so, a dope ass name. You know, the, the, as a matter of fact, we're, can we use it? Yeah, you can have it because I don't use it anymore. Um, the way we got to use that name. Uh, Just was, sign here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, and Latinos are, we come in different colors, right? We we go from black to blonde-haired and blue-eyed. Yes, sir. And, um, Not me, though. Yeah, and, it, and it's like every shade in between. And we also have something in Mexico called La Merienda, where people at night after dinner, and they sit around and have uh, coffee and tea and eat pan dulce. And then they talk about what went on in the day, all the important things that, that bring a family together and things that allow you to uh, interact with your children and find out what's going on with them. So that's really important. So that, that's why I selected the name for that. Wow. I freaking love that, dude. Yeah. I love that. That's actually, um, dude, again, like it's just all that knowledge that comes back in and just, dude, you got so much. But uh, tell me um, comic books, man. That's Because that, that's really, when I think, that, that, dude, I'm thinking comic books. I'm thinking Marvel, DC, and you're a big fan of uh, uh, Zatanna, right? Oh, Zatanna is one of my favorite uh, characters. Um, I love her dad, Zatara, and I love the relationship that they have. And when um, it, Zatara comes out on the, on the second half of the book of Action Comics number one, which is Superman's first appearance. So that's a book I'll never own. Um, it's somewhere in the five million plus range, I believe, is what the 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 amount of the of the book now. It's up there with Detective Twenty Seven. Uh, I'll set it for a page, uh, man. Yeah, you, I showed you the uh, CGC slabbed a number one for Action Comics, and it actually sold just the number one, a little square, sold for seven thousand plus dollars. No freaking what? way. So, it you know if you guys are interested in comic books, it's they're a great investment. It's always a good time to buy. Always buy first appearances. Uh, cameos are always a good thing. There's a big debate over which is Wolverine's first uh, appearance. Is it um, Incredible Hulk 180 or 181? He cameos in 180, but everybody says his official uh, debut is 181, but. CGC will mark 180 as Wolverine's first appearance. So it's a debatable thing. Let me ask you that. I mean, what's your take on that? Because I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Wolverine. But uh, again, not, um, I don't, what I know about Wolverine is what everybody else knows from the video games, from the movies. And I mean, but I'm a big fan of that. It's actually his uh, story, his origin story. But uh, what's your take on on those particular uh, comic books, 180 and 181? I think, 180s is first appearance. That's me. Um, people will debate me and tell me no, but yeah, but they're you know, not here, so <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It it, it it's it, it is what it is. It's a cameo appearance, last page. You know that's where he comes out. 
and then they're looking for the Wendigo and the Incredible Hulk, and uh, Wolverine thinks that the Incredible Hulk is the Wendigo, and he's out there looking for him, and you know it ends up being all three of them are out there. You know, it'd be sick to, to actually watch that play out in like in a in a Marvel movie. Yeah, Wolver- Wolverine versus the Hulk. Oh my god, dude, that's. I hope as Marvel versus Capcom right there, like the, the video <laughs> games do it all over again. Yeah, and you know they ended up killing off Wolverine, and then they brought him back. And um, was that during the Logan story? Yeah, so he does come back. Yes, he does. But it's funny because I remember, and, and this is a cartoons, but I remember there was a uh, one where. Um, well, this has to do with Cable. Cable actually took Wolverine to the future to cure some disease or some shit. Um, so I won't lie to you guys. I had my collection stolen or half my collection stolen. Oh, And no. I stopped reading for about 25 years. And I just during the pandemic, like a lot of people, just started investing in comic books. So have I been reading a lot of stuff? No. Right now I'm currently reading Silver Surfer by... Uh, Ron Lim and Ron Mars, because they're my favorite team uh, that put the Silver Surfer comic book together during the 80s. And um, I read a lot of that during uh, uh, Guard Duty and stuff like that. So it really got me back into it. Okay. And um, and I'm also reading the new Ghost Rider. Um, they're bringing back um, Johnny Blaze. So Ghost Rider, what are, what are you talking about? Would it take, um, the actual Ghost Rider, like a... Uh... Uh, show or is Ghost Rider? Is this um... no? It's a new comic book that just came out, a new series. Okay, and they're bringing back the original Ghost Rider, which is Johnny Blaze. That's badass. And, um, the Fantastic first Four. Issue... No, no. Oh, I, you know what? I love the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I like all the old reads. Um, there's there's just a lot of interesting stuff out there, and a lot of it has to do um, with the writers are now artists. So yeah, there's a lot of storytelling by by artists that are doing books. Um, so, you know, you just got to find something you like and read it. So Tata, let me ask you something. Sure. Uh, I'm not very familiar with comics or that stuff. Same here. Just the stuff that we see on TV and maybe a few years when we used to watch Marvel and DC. Yes. But if I wanted to get into it, how can we buy this stuff? How can we contact you if you, if you sell this stuff? So... I do sell comic books. That's one of the things that I do do. And then... You do do? Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody has to do do. <laughs> Not me, though. Oh. Es el pupu. So you can pick up stuff at your local comic shop that they also refer to as the LCS. Um, if you want to read books, look at something that, that interests you. And then pick it up and read it. If you're grabbed within the first couple of pages, which most comic book uh, stores don't mind if you browse through the books, pick it up and read it. I mean, it might be something that you're going to find is going to connect to another comic book and then take you off into another book. And then pretty soon it's it's more than just the MCU. So what got you yourself into comic books? Um, when I was really little, my cousins collected comic books. And my father never let us read comic books. We weren't allowed to read comics. It was just like school stuff. And um, the only time I got to do it was when I would go to my cousin's house. And when we go visit for the summer, they would uh, um, they would they would allow us to read certain comic books. We weren't allowed to read all the comic books. They were a little bit older than us. So my cousins were poor, and 
they saved all their paper route money and then they would buy their comic books and that's how they got into it. But they still have the books that they grew up with Dude. way back. Hey, if you don't mind me asking, why uh, would you happen to know why your dad didn't want you guys to be reading comics? He but thought you- they were a waste of time. No way. You always had to go out. If you were going to learn something, it had to be a trade. You had to learn how to be a mechanic. You had to learn how to be a, a, a writer. If you were going to write a book, you had to, you know, it, it was literature. It wasn't anything that was like a comic book. That was so a he, waste of time. So he had, he had the traditional mindset. Yeah, my father came from Mexico and he was destitute. My dad ran away from home when he was 12, uh, got to Chicago in 1952. He was a bracero. He used to bring people over to work, and uh, he worked in the slaughterhouse. And they moved him up to killing and slaughtering animals, and then from there he became a meat cutter. So a butcher. A butcher, yeah. That was a trip, though, because he actually had a few conversations about that, and um, your dad was a badass, dude. Yeah, my dad used to like to fight and stuff. He's a, he's a tough guy. <laughs> I mean, he he was. Um, you want to talk? You want know, to talk a little bit about it? But um, they were telling me your dad. Your dad got stories. Yeah, like he wouldn't back down from anybody. Nope, my dad would fight. It didn't matter if we got into a fight and we lost. My dad would take us to the neighbor's house, and we'd have to fight the kid. <laughs> but if we lost, we got our ass beat. If we beat the kid up too much, then my dad beat our ass anyway. So I didn't like to fight. Because one's right. w- enough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, so no, definitely. It's, it's a delicate balance. But it's a- some, I, I, I don't like. Even to this day, I really don't like conflict. Even though it seems like I like conflict, I don't. I try to always resolve everything through talking to people. And you know that's uh, that's always been a, a, a good quality about you. And uh, one of the things I appreciate you're actually always blunt, dude. Always to the point. Never, you know, never fucking. To try to, you're not trying to please anybody. You're putting you put your point out, and it's respected, and you make sure you respect others as well. So love that about your brother. Thanks. Um, but back to uh, comics, man. Here's the thing: what's your take on the whole Marvel universe storyline? Because I mean, every it's a big freaking deal. Obviously, we're also going to be making the money it's making now. Sure. But from uh, based on some of our conversations that we've had before, the Marvel's not following the storyline as it should be. No, so Marvel went and rewrote some of the storyline. Okay. So Infinity Gauntlet uh, was done by Jim Starlin, and Jorge Perez was the artist um, for the original books. Then Silver Surfer was done by Ron Lim and Ron Mars. That was the team for that book. And then they, they made it a big, giant story. When I, I, I own the original books. You know, they're still out there. They're easy to grab. They're a great read. But some of the books... Um, brought in new characters or, or, or rewrote characters. I don't know the exact teams that, that did stuff, but I know there was like Tyler Kirkham was out there doing some of the artwork, Donnie Cates, and he was also writing. And <clears throat> some of the characters that were main characters that fought Thanos was Adam Warlock. But Adam Warlock is not coming into the MCU till right now, right? He's the That's next an, phase. And credits of the Eternals. Yes, right. and the beginning of uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy, I believe, is where they're going to bring Adam Warlock in. Holy hell. Yeah, and that's um, Adam Warlock, he, he's, and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't he related to Thanos? No. Who's related to Thanos? No, that's uh, Nebula. Neb- no, 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 no. There's another one. His Ro- brother. Yeah, he was his brother. Oh, Star Fox. There. Star Fox. There we go. Eros. 
Yeah. He, I was close. So in the 80s, <laughs> in the 80s, and I, I don't know when it changed, but uh, Eros used to always go around having sex with women because he'd talk him into it. You know, oh, walk really? into a bar and he'd just like pick up women and just tell them like, hey, we're going to have sex. And he'd be like, oh, we're going to have sex. And he'd be like, all right. Cuidado. <laughs> That's his power. Cuidado right? if Adrian overheard. Vamos, pues. <laughs> okay, let's go. Anytime. Por favor, no me hey, so what about Captain Marvel? Because now she is portrayed as a woman. What wasn't uh, Captain Marvel originally a man? Yes, Marvel. 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 Yeah. And uh, he ends up dying, and uh, Carol Danvers ends up at the power. And then, um, oh my God, what's her name? Uh, Monica Rambo. She becomes uh, Captain Marvel, and she also leads the Avengers for a while. Believe it or not. Oh shit! So in the comic books. Well, and then I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna, I was just gonna say because I okay. I grew up on cartoons, okay. so in the cartoons, Rogue gets her powers by stealing them from Captain Marvel. Am I right? Um. That's the uh, 90s uh, animated series, right? Yeah. Is that where you saw it? Yeah. It's been a while. So Rogue in the comic books. Um, oh, my God. What's her name? Polaris absorbs. Um, oh, my God. Who did she absorb? She absorbs somebody. And I'm trying to think. Uh, Take your time, bro. It's digital. We're good. <laughs> no, I, I, can't, I can't remember how, how it went. It actually went in the, in the Savage Land. I, uh, I was surprised. It's the first time I actually, I, I got you with something. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of hard. There's a lot of storyline out there. I know, but I, I'm tripping the fuck out because you always have the answer. So this is new to me. You know, it's dude. With both of us, I guess. Hey. <laughs> Just never see me when I'm stumped and I have to go like <laughs> start processing stuff. This is where Chino and America hey, show up and you missed it. He just had a senior moment. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, man. But like that's we no. I'm trying to think. No, we we digo, pero like this is a because that's how I remembered it, that, that she stole the powers. Because obviously her ability is to actually still, uh, steal the abilities from other yeah, characters. Yeah, she absorbs you. She absorbs you. Now, is it a temporary thing or is it? Yes. Okay, now, because in the cartoons, when I remembered it, she stole the powers off somebody. I thought it was Captain Marvel. She stole the powers off her. But um, it was a permanent thing, though, because obviously after that, she can fly and all that good stuff. No, she can, she can steal your powers and she can steal your memories. Okay. It's like essentially she becomes you, yeah, and then the it dissipates over time. That's why she doesn't like to kiss um, uh, Remy, yeah, uh, Gambit, oh. because when she absorbs them, you know, like yeah, she does have the potential to wipe them out. Though that's the thing; she can permanently eliminate you. And that's a character that Marvel kind of fucked up on because <coughs> excuse me, they didn't make more of it. And I mean, they really they they had such a good character, and, and this guy was I forgot what the hell this guy's name is playing him. But on the X Men or uh, Wolverine Origins, I believe it was, where he came out. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But but they had dude, they had the they had the actor, they had the character. I mean, the, the, everything was set up for him to just. They, they could have easily just done another movie on that guy. You know, Gambit, they were supposed to, right? Yeah, they were supposed to. They're they're supposed to be like a Gambit, from what I understand. There there, a lot of it has to do with the rights for Marvel. Yeah. Because depending on which company owns what characters, 
So a lot of years ago, early in the nineties, um, I had a buddy who Ooh. owned a work who who owned and worked at a bookstore. Yeah. And I went to a breakfast with Stan Lee at the Roosevelt Get Hotel. Get out of here. So, and this is where Stan Lee was talking about they were trying to do a live action Thor, and they were trying to do um, they were they were going to sell off some of the rights to uh, Sony. And then Fox was going to get some, and Disney was going to get some, and everybody Everybody's in the room. Yeah, but everybody in the room was kind of like, "How are they going to make a live action Thor? It's probably going to suck because they had just made Captain America." And I don't know if you saw the '90s Captain America, which was absolutely hor- horrible. It was just well because you didn't have CGI and all that good stuff. So obviously, but I think I vaguely remember something like that. I do remember Lou Ferrigno on the Hulk, though. Oh, that was an awesome TV uh, show, dude. I, I don't know. Man. That was that was it was a good show to watch. But then you had the Power Rangers come up and stole a little thunder. I'm not a Power Ranger fan by any means. <laughs> Get out! Uh, it's <laughs> enough. I said. Used to be the White Ranger. <laughs> You're more like the Coffee Ranger. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> I was scared of this one, dude, because I was just, I'll stay right here. <laughs> no, but you know what? Um, cuando yo era chamaco, me gustaba ver Ultraman. Hey, that was dope, dude. Yeah. That was the best fucking show ever. Sorry for the cussing. No, no, sorry. That was, I absolutely love that. Yeah. And um, parecía como que le robaron. You know what I mean? And I didn't like it with all the monsters and everything. They they were nowhere near as awesome as Ultraman live action TV show. I don't know, bro. El Cochinito, that was el, el, the first one que se chingaron los Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Está cabrón. Me <I'm> medio miedo. <laughs> it's funny because my mom used to give me shit about that one. She was like, ¿Hiciste la tera? Ya, ma, ya. Órale, pues. Ya, start watching Power Rangers. Apaga esa chingadera. <laughs> Salen puros demonios ahí. Perdón. Ahí tirándole pinche... My cousin, um, I liked Ghost Rider as a kid, and it used to scare me to read it. And he gave me the entire Ghost Rider collection. Right? So he owned, he owned everything, including the Spotlight comics, and he gave them to me. And I came home from vacation, and I put them in my shelf, and my mom walked into the room, and she goes, ¿Qué es eso? And I said, oh, my cousin gave them to me. And she said, saca ese demonio de aquí. <gasps> and she took them all and she threw them in the trash. No way. Yes. When, as soon as I found out how much they're worth now, I would have never let her forget it, bro. Oh, no, I tell her. I still tell her. My mom's 95 and I still tell her. <laughs> we could have we could had millions. No, we would have had, it would have been a good amount of money, but it's I, I would have never have sold my comic books. I loved my comic books. Right? Behold, so. tell me about the collection you have four Wolverines. Yes. Wolverine number one through four. Sopatelas. And how much is that shit worth? Um, and your address, please. <laughs> <laughs> so Just want to make sure they're safe. That's I, I, I bought them for 5000 And um, I was offered 27000 for them. Damn. And then an auction house, which is Herited Auctions, yeah. Offered to sell them for me and guaranteed me a minimum of twenty thousand. Jesus, dude. For the four books, but mine are autographed by Jim Shooter, John Romita Sr., Chris Claremont, Frank Miller, 
And there's one other signature. I forgot which other signature I have on there. If you want, I'll sign it too, bro. You never know. No, I don't need that one. <laughs> you had nothing to do with that book. But um, there, on the CGC census, as I've looked for them, I have not found all four books autographed with all those autographs on there. There's some that have more autographs than mine, but it's usually like the first one, the first issue. Okay. Or maybe the first and second issue, but the rest, like issue three and four, don't have anything on them. So, so I just thought of a question that maybe our listeners are thinking about too. All three of them? Yeah. <laughs> so how do you know when to buy these comics? So first off, you should always buy what you like. That will make you happy. Definitely. So you should always look for first appearances are very um, key issues, right? So comic books have keys. First appearances, deaths, um, name changes, um, anything like that. Uh, first appearance on a cover, second appearance on a cover, so, for example, nowadays, comic books, um, everybody always wants the first appearance in a number one, right? Yeah. So, Golden Age comic books, can't afford them. 50, 60, 100,000, million, 2 million, what? 5 million, right? So, I can never afford anything like that. So, now what I'm looking for as a collector, I'm looking for the second appearance. Or yeah. maybe the third appearance, right? So, that's where I'm going with, <clears throat> excuse me, my Zatanna collection. So I need a Hawkman number four, which is the Tana's first appearance. So if anybody knows about any of that, I mean, call us. Yeah, as well. well, it needs to be a good price. Um, I I have one that I may buy. It's an eight point five. How much? Uh, they're asking seven thousand. So we're taking donations too. Oh Everybody's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody wants go to go fund me? <laughs> go, now, fu go fund me. We'll, we'll start that as soon as possible. <laughs> now for those of us as well, like that, don't really like are not familiar with the whole comic book industry right like you're talking about grading right great like so how does that how does that work like so grading is <clears throat> excuse me grading has to do with the condition of the comic book how much rust is on it how yellow it is how white it is does the cover literally have like poop on it food um stains that you can't take off has the comic book been restored and it's it's a ten point scale, so essentially it goes from from NR for no rating all the way to ten. Yeah, ten being the most expensive books that you're going to be purchasing out there. I've only got one nine point nine. I sold my other one. I had a Joker um, uh, villain of the year that I sold. Um, I bought it for four bucks. I sent it in to get graded. Came back. Uh, I sold it for seven hundred. Because it was a 9.9, .9, and it was the only one on the census at the time. So there might be a 10 out there that's, you know, when you start getting into 9.9 .9 and 10s, you can essentially ask for what you want. 700 bucks for a comic. Yeah. Goddamn. Well, you guys hungry? Anybody <laughs> 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 hungry? Somebody here made 700 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Who grades, who grades these? Uh, see, there's a couple companies that are out there. Um, there's CGC which is the company that started grading professionally. There is CBCS. Um, the owners split up from CGC, and one of them started CBCS. 
Then there's a company called PGX. They're one. And then there's a new guy in town called um, EGS, which is Elite Grading Service. Um, I'm using them currently. I like that um, the owner, his name is Anthony. He is really a tough grader. I sent in some comic books because I wanted to see what they were going to rate them. And um, he beat me up on the grades, which is fine because I didn't press my comic books. I didn't clean my comic books and I just sent them in as they were. And that's something that also will increase the value for those of you who don't know that have comic books. There is a way to press your comic book and there's pressing companies where you can take the wrinkles out of your book and you can fix the spine so that the book looks straight so that when they place it in these cases, you can um, get good centering and it increases the value of your comic book. You could take a comic that's like a three or a four and you can give it a grade, what's called a grade bump, where you can increase it, maybe half a grade, three, 3.5. But the difference between a golden age three and a 3.5 could be thousands of dollars, right? Yeah. So. Now, there's a difference between a professional restoration and amateur restoration. Yes. So, um, you know, you, you take a piece of tape and you stick it on there. <laughs> <laughs> amateur move. <laughs> yeah, pretty much where. The, the the tear doesn't line up, they'll consider that like an amateur restoration. But if you start, you know, lining it up perfectly and taking your time and putting the sliver of tape on it, they would consider that like more of a professional restoration. Okay. And uh, CGC gives you a purple label for that. Um, there's also um, a green label, which I don't like green labels. I would rather t- do what's called cracking the case take it out and then send the the book to somebody else like uh, CG or excuse me, CBCS or um, EGS that does signature verification. Cause usually that's what it is, is that they'll look at the comic book and they'll say there's something written on it and you know, it was signed by the artist, right? But they, since they did not witness the signing, they will only give it a green label. But if you pay money to have the signature verified, just like you do with a baseball or a football or a jersey, you can pay the 10 or 50 or 500 bucks if it's like Stanley or something like that, where it's a rare signature or a Jack Kirby and they can authenticate it, then it'll, they'll they'll put a a gold label on it. These companies will... And they'll verify the signature. They'll say, yes, the signature was authenticated by us. And just so you know, excuse me, CBCS is, um, I don't know if they're owned by Beckett or if they bought Beckett. Beckham? Beckett. Oh, Beckett. Beckett. Like the card service. Remember um, the price guide, Beckett price guide and stuff like that? Okay. They're they're together. Oh, now. shoot. Yeah, yeah, okay. They those, uh, like the cards and all that. Yeah. Nice. So they have a history of being able to authenticate signatures and they now do it for comic books as well well on the note of comic books i want to actually bring back to um a subject that we're talking about earlier and my and my boy here boyo is on into mexica and and aztecs so and you showed me some comics and some artists that actually specialize on that and um yeah can you tell us a little bit about that about uh more and more um more comics inclined more to the latino culture and all like aztec man 
Oh, no, wait. That's from the movie, uh, ¿cómo se llama? De... Escoltemos. Oh, Genio de Herbes. <laughs> no, you know what? Pregúntame, cabrón. There's, um, there's a lot of Latino artists and writers that are out there. Um, there's the Hernandez brothers. They did Love and Rockets. Um, there's also Javier Hernandez, who does El Muerto. Um, Jesus, there's just, there's so many out there. And, you know, you, you find them in their small press. And when you go to the cons, or you can find them online. Some of these guys have um, webtoons and stuff like yeah. that. But there's so many talented people out there. There really are. It's it's just, it's hard to just start selecting the big names because that's yeah. essentially what it is. But there's so many Latinos just working for Marvel. Mar Marvel has a Mexico division. I don't know if you guys know no. that, that only has uh, comic book artists that operate in Mexico. They do. They send work down there, and then the comic book artists down there do it, and they're placed on uh, the covers that are here. I mean, that's dope, dude. Yeah. That's good to know. There's representation representation out there. You know, there is. Before it used to be a little more whitewashed. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore. There's there's work for everybody. There's people that are doing, you know, um, stuff for um, in, in Spain. Uh, DC does stuff out there. Uh, they do stuff in, uh, I believe they have a, a Mexico division as well. So there's there's more representation by these companies. That's not where Pinchi Nacho Libre came from, right? No. <laughs> just, just wondering. <laughs> You know, there's actually a, a DC multiverse uh, version where Superman is actually an immigrant. Yes. Nah. Raised, by, raised by Mexican parents. Yep. The yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Is How does that shit go? Too? <laughs> He's actually brown. That's ah, correct. <laughs> de allí salió el supermandilón, güey. <laughs> supermandilón. El supermandilón. Oh, ¿sabías que Juan Camarín también salía de superhero? El super esta, chile. El super chile, güey. <laughs> Super Chile, I don't know where super power was. I knew he flew. <laughs> Just not too high and not too far. Porque that made you. Pero no, Super Chile was one of them. Este, who else? El Chapulín Colorado. El Chapulín Colorado, güey. Y ese no tuvo su cómic, güey. Ese por eso me lo discriminaron. He's the Mexican, he's the Mexican Thor. Yeah, yeah. Hey, la chilindrina yeah. kicked ass. I don't know. Todavía, bro. En el profesor Girafales. No, esos eran... That's another show in itself, bro. That's something worthy talking about because, that, I mean, that show to me was full of innocence and, you know, a lot of moral, uh, a lot of uh, moral dilemmas, you know? And um, I just thought it was that shit that it was, you know, Chavo, for uh, example, it's a show like, Dude, no me la posaba de morro, pero ya de adulto ya piensas el chavo. No tenía papá, no tenía mamá. Torremolo trataba con mierda. Todos se aprovechaban de él. Like, that's fucked up, dude. Like, it's a sad shit, you know? Y dándole chingadazos. Sí, agarrándose los madrazos. Con la paleta. Sí, güey, o sea, qué, 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 qué ojetes, ¿verdad? <laughs> Pero, o sea, ellos son shows así que no, no toman la ligera, pero ya cuando estás grande, como que te cae el la onda y dices, qué poca. Pero ya, yeah, Chavo de Ocho was one of them, dude. That, that tripped me out. It was a. Uh... No, they, they, luego también sacaron de encaricatura, güey. Aunque no era lo mismo, ¿verdad? Pero de todos modos, este, la, la historia estaba ahí. Todos lo, todo lo, los, los este, personajes, la historia, lo, lo principal estaba ahí. Pero, I don't know, mis chavos, my, my kids actually got into it for like 
for like six months, dude. They're like, hey, dad, chavo del ocho, chavo del ocho. Órale, no, se va. Se los pones, güey. You're like, oh, do you like it, mama? He's like, I like it. What are they saying? I don't know. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> los salen mi morro is like, I don't know what he's saying, but I like the way they're saying it. <laughs> you going know? back to your, to your um, comment about the, the Mexica and the Aztec. It's, uh, it's very interesting to know that there is actually authors out there that are writing about this stuff. Because me that I'm doing this stuff, I'm, 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 I didn't know about this until, until now. And for sure, I'm going to start looking for it because that's the stuff that interests me. You know, maybe they talk about Tezcatlipoca, maybe Quetzalcoatl. Maybe they can bring some of our old literature in there that, that was lost uh, a few hundred years ago. And hopefully that way we can reconnect with our culture. Yeah, at some point I think I saw one of your YouTube channels where YouTube videos where there was an um, an artist that was uh, it was an author on something uh, that uh, it was Aztec. I forgot what it was to be honest, dude. I'm, oh, that was um, so DC Vertigo relaunched um, Border Town, Border in, Town in two thousand uh, like sixteen or seventeen. I can't remember when it was. To, to be honest with you, but. It was. It had to do with um, this half white kid comes to Arizona, and his That's father is the god of hell, right? So, Mictlantecutli. Thank you, because I can't pronounce it even on my best day. Kimmy, Mictlantecutli. That's why he doesn't say it because <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard for me to roll my tongue. It's it's just it's hard for me to listen. It, <laughs> but it's called It's okay. So tell us about Mikantecutli. Mikantecutli. Es lo que dije. A ver qué dije. Y qué qué dije. No. Repítelo a ver. A ver cómo dijiste tú. ¿Y qué dije yo? No, pero tell us, okay, so tell us about no that. Igual, okay, well, the story says that Mictlantecutli uh-huh. is the law is the lord of Mictlan. Mictlan is the place where everybody who dies goes after. It's the afterlife. Órale. Like so, a coco. Yeah, kind of. Okay. And so Mictlantecutli is the guardian of of the Mictlan. He's the lord of of, of Mictlan. And his uh, his partner is Mictlantecihuatl. So, Siwat it's uh, means woman. So it's woman of Mictlan. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! But see, this is, what a what a trip though. Like it's a that, that's the kind of shit that you really want to see on the on the comics too. Make some phone calls, man, because we gotta. <laughs> if they haven't written that shit, we're gonna we're gonna come up with it. No, the 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 problem ended up being that. Uh, the, the comic got canceled because yeah. the writer uh, got accused we'll of, of uh, sexually assaulting or sexual harassment or something something along those lines. It yeah, became com- a big deal. Warner Brothers put a stop to it because they own DC, and you know, it's just, it was just bad news for everybody. And they didn't want to be, they didn't want any problems, so they just canceled the comic. Jesus, dude. Mikante. No, dude, that's, uh, that's crazy though. So that's uh, the the so Warner Brothers knocked that shit out because of uh, yeah, well DC did because of the the scandal behind it. No one nada, Now uh, uh, would you ever, or have you ever considered 
doing your own comic but mm. already your own story or anything Hey, so, super tata, güey. Chuli. <laughs> super tata. Super tata. Los chupetes a la gente, baboso. Quiero mi cocol. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Oh. <laughs> you damn thing. <laughs> um, I actually, um, I was in the film uh, production a few years ago. And I used to, when I was in college, Uh, over at LACC, I was um, helping a friend of mine make an independent movie, and I helped a couple of students, and they did a couple of ind independent flicks. And right before Blockbuster went out, uh, one of the guys there got funded by Blockbuster to make a movie, and so we we did the production for that. But I was working. I still have a lot of my my script. I've been writing a script about a. Um, I'm I'm kind of kind of holding back because I don't want to throw out my idea. So, but yeah, I've I've, I've been writing a I've been writing that, and then I've been working on a, a oh, book for. for my platoon sergeant and myself and some of my adventures. Well, for our younger listeners, um, blockbusters, we used to actually go into a store, pick out VHS and DVDs, DVDs at some point, and you actually rent them out, take them home, watch them. If you had a tape, you better rewind that shit. <laughs> so you get hit with a fee for never rewinding for being lazy and um take them back and you know you get a three-day rental but some way somehow you ended up turning that shit in about two weeks later and you basically paid for the video and you know there is one blockbuster left right? no one. no way i forgot there's a documentary about it oh it's um you no 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 it's 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 up, up the east northeast some shit like that yeah i, I I didn't watch it. My wife watched it, but I just kind of, I, I glanced from time to time. And I was like, well, I can't believe there's still a blockbuster. I mean, that's cool, but it's yeah. the only one left. So you better rewind your damn VHS. <laughs> damn. So basically a video library. Yeah. What a trip though, dude. It, it's the pre-Netflix. What's yeah. the library? <laughs> that, 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 that was before um, was it, that Audible from Amazon. It used to go to a building and pick up books. You know, seriously, what's a book? <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't know what a book is, you're lost, cast. That is the question that I would ask. Oye, neta, pues aquí, aparte del pollo, Adrian es el pollito de aquí de la familia. So, Adrian, ¿sabes qué es un libro? Lárgate, güey, por favor. Salte, vete ya. Antes usaban lápices, ¿eh? Era un como un stylus, güey, pero tenía una pinche puntita de, de graphite. Ah. Y es bueno, cuando Tata estaba en su tiempo, tenía, era, era LED. Pero en mi, en mi tiempo lodo, ya era lodo, graphite. Lodo. Oh, era con lodo. Es, 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 Yo, sí. No lodo, güey. Lodo. El, de, el, de, el Tata era con pinche con, con piedra y martillo, güey, en esos tiempos. <risa> era cincel, baboso. Oh, cincel también. Preocupas la pinche. Preocupas la piedra también, güey. La... <risa> no, Tata. No, pero este, que a toda madre, fíjate. Pero sí, that was the thing to do, me Cuando te llevaban al pinche Blackbuster, y estabas, puta madre, the possibilities, bro. Yeah, remember, y, the walls were just covered. No, güey, lo chingón. Used to go y decían, ya sabías que iban a hacer tres pinches películas. Porque estaba el 3-4, que era 3-4-5 en aquel tiempo, ¿no? Mm. Tres películas. Y tú ya sabías cuál ibas a agarrar. Cuidado, y tu papá quería agarrar otra. No, ¿sabes qué? Quiero ver la Rambo y quiero ver la Van Damme. 
Les dejo una y peleate con tu carnala, güey. A ver quién me va a agarrar cuál. No, hombre, ese pinche. Hoy, el cuartito de atrás, güey. Híjole. ¿Cuál cuartito? No sé, me dicen que era un closet que no entrara, pero decía. You know what? Dice 18 and like... over, nomás era yo solo. ¿Cuál es que decía? That... Adults only? No, decía 18 and over, pero como llevaba solo, no, no entraba. I think I was like four or five years old uh, when I last time been to a blockbuster. Like, I, I was like very little when I actually went. Que se traumado, baby. And I do remember something <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Con una cortina. <laughs> I was like, where is that? We go in there, you know? He said, that's where they, that's where they, uh, that's where they had all the, the late returns. <laughs> no, no, that's no, not what I saw. Ah, ya ves, por eso tu generación está bien traumada, güey, de veras. Nosotros ni nada de eso, que For us, like, to take a sneak peek of anything, you'd have to fucking put, like, en entre canales HBO Cinemax and maybe between all that freaking oh, yeah, yeah, no. you, you, you'd see a boo or something you're like oh, you know, nah we pero ahora no ahora todos están up there and over to the right <laughs> like oh that was a boo that was a boo pero ahora no we ahora fucking everything's online cabrón like fucking te encuentras de todo en línea yo no sé verdad me han contado pero <laughs> encuentras de todo en línea we o sea ya, ya no hay nada ya no hay como antes era, era tu imaginación, viejo. You don't, I don't know, fucking kids. The to, dude, everything's on fucking line. It's, cra it's crazy. It's crazy and scary because we talked about this. Like kids, that's why a lot of a lot of corruption, bro. Like mental, a lot of kids are mentally corrupted because everything's so easily available. Yeah, you know that's technology, right? That's that's the duality of it. Yeah, you 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 know the internet's invented to do research and advance. Right. Medical science and stuff. And next thing, some dude throws up a porn video, and now it's, it's, it's porn heaven. It's corrupted. That's it. You know, we, we, we took something that was so supposed to be so helpful and great for, for you know, for, like you say, for, for research and for learning more, and we corrupted that shit out of it. And you know, it's very scary now because now through YouTube videos, they can actually tell kids to kill themselves. Oh. I don't know, you hear about those stories. You know, they put in between videos of whatever yeah. they're watching. And they ask him to do stuff that they're not supposed to do. No, what was it that a pinchy? What's the one pinchy? The one that the pencil pinchy Charlie Charlie? No, oh. I'm talking about messages that actually tell you. Cállate, your, kill your mom, kill your dad. Do you have to subscribe for that shit? Or? No, no, no. They're actually <laughs> you're, you're watching Peppa Pig. No matching is. Yeah, and then in between the video of Peppa Pig, this video comes out and it, tell, it tells the kids to. Uh, To kill their parents or to kill themselves. I never liked that freaking cartoon. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they say you should watch those stuff with your kids because they could be watching something else. No será por eso que mi mamá me decía no mires los pinches parrotes. Digo, ¿no? No será. Ponía sus calzones, güey. No, güey, es que cuando le empezaba a tirar besitos a Tommy, ya dijo, ya está aquí, ya, ya no más. Pero, no, hijo, fíjate, I didn't know that shit, dude. Yeah. No, man. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start having to watch my what you know the episodes of the Peppa Pig with my fifteen year old. <laughs> this this stuff actually came out in the news because uh, there were some. I saw the blue whale shit, dude. That, that's, that's one. That, that, the blue whale that was a trip. And then actually we talked about the kids. Uh, we talked to the kids about that shit. I don't know what the blue whale is. Okay, so the blue whale thing is basically uh, it would um, it, it. I don't have the freaking facts about it, bro. But I remember we talked to the kids about it because apparently the blue whale thing uh, turned out to be uh, something that would uh, like a messages that would tell the kids to hurt themselves. Oh yeah, actually I think I heard of that. Yep. Okay. Something, so, something similar. To, yep. 
It's something that they'll watch and algo si pues si. Like they yeah. will, a message will tell them to do something. It's basically what I said right now, but <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. So just, just so I have an understanding. So you're watching the video and then like the video stops and they give you a message and then they continue? Yeah. Or is it a subliminal message where they insert the No, messages? no. Like straight up messages. Like straight up, like up, up front and messages. If I remember correctly, the Blue Whale was actually a message system that will me text message uh, younger kids. It will text message them to do challenges at the beginning. Okay. And then when this, once they start doing some of the challenges, then yeah. they will start to become very strong. Like you got to cut yourself. Yeah. You got to cut your neighbor. You got to cut your mom. And, and kids were killing themselves because these messages okay. were threatening them. We know where you live. We're going we're gonna to kill you if you don't do this. ¿Te imaginas, güey? No, viejo, por eso te digo. I don't watch TV. I don't watch YouTube. <laughs> Nada. No, viejo, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scary shit, though, when that shit came out. We were talking to the kids about that shit. So, what do you think about this? A comic book about a blue whale? <laughs> yeah. He's got superpowers? Hey, you know what? Here's the trippy one. So, Super whale? No, no, no. Actually, so, I didn't know, and I don't know if it's a different universe or what, but apparently Superman's son is gay. Yes. What's up with that? Was oh, that yeah. new or was it a... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Uh, you think it's for hype? No. I, I just think it's the way society is moving. Okay. You know what? Um, Get more representational. Makes sense. I, I think you should, you know, it's my personal opinion. Every Everybody should respect everybody no matter what. Of course. Of right? course. So if that's the direction that they want to take it, it's their character. They could do whatever they want. They can write it the way they want. Yeah. You don't have to read it. But is it a collectible? Did the money, you know, increase the sales and the value? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I, I don't. I haven't looked into to check on how much the book is being sold for now. But yeah, the last time I saw books were copies. It, it came out. It sold out. Uh, DC had to do a whole second printing on it. What? Yeah, and then um, the copy started selling for like thirty, forty-five dollars a copy. God damn! For the first print. And that I mean, was like sorry. within the first week. Jeez. Because everybody just went out and bought them. Because why? Again, that's a collectible thing, right? That's yeah. the, the first, you know. Because there, there's also another one that um, I saw. Because this is, um, I talk to my kids, you know, and then stuff like this comes up and we just talk about it. Because uh, then um, my issue was, and it's not even an issue. I mean, like I said, I would tell my daughter because we were, actually she's, um, she has gay friends and she, she advocates a lot. Which is great, you know. More, uh, I love that about her. That she stands up for, you know, for for she her believes her thoughts. She stands up for him. She doesn't hold back. But we're talking about that. She's talking about that. There were, um, I guess, Marvels or, or somewhere there. There was the topic came up that, um, that somebody was thinking about changing a Spider Man into being gay. Am I wrong? I don't. I I haven't read that, so okay. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you that I do. I haven't seen. You know, I, I buy and I collect. Yeah. Now I collect covers. So okay. I'm buying stuff for aesthetics and for artists mm -hmm. as opposed to what's in the comic book. Okay. Well, but where I was going with this is just that uh, um, it's cool that they're, that Marvel and DC is coming up with new characters. And obviously, you know, that there's, uh, there, there's that representation that needs to be made. Uh, my only issue was when, you know, we had a discussion about it and I was like, you know what? 
it's cool that they want to do new characters, new representation, but to take the old characters and change them just to adapt to to what what people want to see nowadays is just yeah. I don't I don't feel like that was that's not the way to go. But well, don't forget, Marvel came out with the first openly gay character, yeah, which was North Star. Back in was that the late nineties? Yeah, and he was from Alpha Flight, you know, so. Which is the same group that Wolverine essentially came from. Oh shit! Well, also, there's a Captain America apparently that rescues gay homeless kids. Yes, that's the new um, Captain America. There's two of them. They're uh-huh. they're kids, and uh, they don't. I haven't read the comic book. Yeah. Um, I just haven't gotten around to reading it. I have bought several issues of yeah. that comic book um, for resale purposes. No, it's it's just like I, I have stuff that I I'll eventually get to. Yeah. And it's just between work and home life and right. being able to read something. But um yeah, there's there's two new Captain Americas. Um like you said, one one rides the train and he saves homeless people and uh that's my understanding. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how it works. And then there's the other one. I forget what, what they stand up for, but you know, it's essentially they're standing up for, for people that are underrepresented and yeah. people that are homeless and they're trying to do a good thing. So yeah. Good and that's great that. though, dude. Hell yeah. You know, just uh, like I said, coming to new characters and, and, you know, obviously you just, you know, you searching for new markets and all, but, and, but most of all representation because everybody needs some kind of representation. You know, there's been, there's plenty of groups out there that just feel like, you know, maybe left out or whatnot. And, and that's what this, this generation is all about, more inclusion, you know, yeah. which, which, which is great, you know, but yeah, so, go ahead. No, I was going to say they're they're just fighting old ideas is what they're doing, because the older generation, like my generation, I talk to my friends, sir, and they're totally against it. And I just tell them, hey, you know what? You just let people be people, right? That that's all you can do. Yeah. So. No, but you're always going to have um, you're always going to have people that are feel strongly about it or whatnot. But like you said, like we said before, you got to respect everybody's opinions and, and, and beliefs, you know? Yeah, you just don't have to agree with everything. Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> so, as of right now, so I know you said that there, there was like a gap where you stopped collecting uh, comic books, right? So, as of right now, what is your collection? Like, how many comic books do you have? Right uh, I'm back up to a little over 8,000 books. <laughs> what? So, so where do you live? <laughs> Again, we just want to make sure they're safe, bro. That's yeah, all. Sure. We're concerned. There. <laughs> Eight thousand, cabrón. Yeah. So, like, how do, do you, you read have... that much? Huh? You read that much? I I used to. I used to read. Um, I used to make it a point to read like a five hundred page book a week. Yeah. And then I would read something like fifteen magazines, and then I would read my comics on top of that. So I, I used to read a lot. Something something tells me you're that you're that guy that used to just still read the articles in Playboy. I used to read the articles in Playboy, right? but you know what? Um, they used to have really good stuff in there. Oh yeah. No, no, they really did. Besides, oh. besides all the <laughs> What are you thinking about, Ricky? <laughs> Sorry, I misread the conversation. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just they've always had um, a lot of really good stuff in there. So I mean, you know, well, obviously, I mean, are we gonna uh, before it actually was. A lot about the articles. I mean, yeah. it was it was all about the writing, about you know lifestyles and and whatnot. But um, hey, dude, really, who gets 
First of all, who the hell buys magazines anymore? I do. Because <laughs> comics are and they, comics come in magazine form as well. They okay. come in the oversized. So um, Booyah, Rick. And <laughs> y- you know what? Um I'm a tactile person. So I like the Tough. touch and feel oh, of yeah, the you paper. Do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slapping it from behind. Ya le llegó la hora. Ya se despertó el tata. ¿Cuál pinche sueño? So I, I like to, I, and I like the smell of the ink. Uh, nowadays, the yeah. ink, the ink smells changed. So, but what, why, why is that though? I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I, I like to be able to flip the page at my yeah. leisure, and then. I look at all the panels when I read a comic book, yeah. and then I read the comic. I tell you why, why the smell of the ink changed. Why? Because it's cheaper. Yes. Because now nowadays, for a printer to continue printing, they have to lower their their cost. And one of the ways to lower their cost is the ink. The ink is very expensive. Oh, but tú eres... Yes, uh, my boy. Yeah. And see, now a lot of printing companies are going out of yeah. business because... Nobody wants to read books anymore. Nobody wants to buy magazines anymore. That's a lot of the magazines that are printed are periodicals or informational for uh, people that grow products for uh, yeah, like marijuana or potatoes or things like that. Yeah, a lot of agriculture. Yep. Um, mostly everything's being converted into digital. That's right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, do it. It was... Um, Dude, Tata, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, for, you for having me. Dude, thank you for all the knowledge, brother. Uh, like I said, you're, you're, you're a great guy to talk to. No como otros. Nah, for real, dude. Uh, and um, Antemano, thank you very much, Adrian, Boyo, for showing up. You know, Adrian, a day late, dollar short, but thank you for coming. You know, you should have been here last week. That would be ruined the audio. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, but seriously. for having me, and hopefully I get to come back again. By all means, yes, man, we'd love to have you, dude. Yeah. Seriously, it's always a good conversation with you. In and on and off through the mic, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, guys, thank you for taking the time. And um, see you guys next Friday. All cool. Right. Uh, all thanks. Right. Nice to meet you guys. All right, guys. Likewise. Nice to meet you. We done. Hasta la vista, baby.